Welcome back, Money Talkers. We just had a huge deep dive into the emotional side um, with Ashley Avanashi and, uh, and, and the things that she's, the beautiful things that she's doing uh, with her company and with her movement. And please go make sure that you listen to uh, the full length interview so that you can get some of the context of, um, that we dove into. But this is the high impact series. This is where we're gonna go eight to 10 minutes or so. We're gonna ask the one big question. And what our goal is here is to find something that you can go have a money talk around. And so you take your earbuds out, you take your headphones off, you're no longer in the learning loop, you are actually taking action and you're opening those first doors and you're having these first money talks with your kids. And what you're really doing is you're building that relationship so that down the road, when they come into bigger and bigger decisions, that they know that they go to the one person that loves them more than anything else in the world. They can come to you as a parent and that they're gonna look at their parents and say, man, my parent was a money talker. So mm -hmm. uh, Ashley, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Excellent. So here's the big question. What is the one thing that you would teach about in school that you know that our schools don't that has had a major impact on your life? Mm. I now know that the way that we see ourselves in this lifetime is going to determine the way we experience life. So this really comes down to recognizing and knowing deep down inside you that you are enough, that you are worthy of receiving, and that you are able to create an abundant life. And that abundance may look a variety of different ways, right? Our formula of success may be different from person to person. For some, it may be a boatload of, of financial wealth. For some, it may be escaping to a small little cabin in the wilderness and writing 20 books over our lifetime and really sharing our message out with the world. So what this really comes back to is valuing yourself enough to live based on your own intrinsic value system. This is something that we are not educated about very early on. Our entire ecosystem is focused on how we can fit in, how we can belong, how we can jump on the assembly line, how we can produce for society, how we can climb the corporate ladder, how we can externalize our entire lives. So this comparison game of who got what grade, who landed as valedictorian, valedictorian, who is top of the sports pinnacle, all of these things are deeply ingrained into our psyche very early on. The one thing that I continue to share with my kids that I continue to share with parents so that that message can be transmitted to their children is that you are worthy, you are enough, and you are able to choose a life that reflects your greatest joy, that reflects your greatest essence, that reflects your own value system. Because if you are not in alignment with your own top values, with what you are uniquely and sovereignly here to do as a human, you will come into deep resentment. You will experience resistance, not only in the external world and trying to make money and trying to make ends meet, but also within your body. You may suffer from chronic illness. All of these things are simply giving you indication that something is not in alignment for you. We are energetic beings. We are made up of 99% energy. If we deny that scientifically, then we will be working against the resistance of what we are here to do, which is to, as you've shared time and time again, that we are here to create a new thought form. 
by creating, as we share at Raising Humanity here, by rewiring, reframing, rebuilding the foundation of beliefs that we stand on. So it always comes back to that. What are the beliefs that are running my life today? Am I worthy? Am I enough? Am I lovable? Am I supported in meeting my goals, my dreams? And yes, having a physical parent in the world who reinforces that you are enough and that you are supported and that you are lovable will certainly be the greatest portal for a child to believe that they are worthy in this lifetime. If not, it may come much later in their process. But what this really comes back to me, back to for me, is what are your top three values? Can you define your top three values today and start making a decision that is oriented around those top values each and every day. We bite off little by little and make decisions that move us towards our greatest way of being. And from that, the abundance unfolds. When you're doing that, do you think, or do you um, teach, um, when you're looking at values, do you separate them into different pieces of categories? Like as far as um, work life, family life, self-worth, like, you know, are there, are there different values to different aspects of your life? Yeah. So I spent about 20 years quadranting. Is that what we call it? Like putting everything into quadrants, compartmentalizing my life. What I came to realize only after 20 years of introspection was really that everything is at an intersection. Everything flows into one another. So what I came into understanding, and this may not sound fluffy for those who have been putting everything into quadrants, I understand that because I thought that this felt very fluffy, that it felt unattainable and inaccessible for a very long time. But what I started to recognize over time and through deeper self-inquiry is that what I was after was not achieving a certain amount of money, not after getting the house, not after living in a specific place. I was actually after the feeling state underneath it. That's what I was actually seeking to achieve. So once I started identifying the feeling state that comes from living in a house in nature, from sending my children to a school where their emotions, where their intuition is actually regarded, from having an abundance of money, from traveling the world. When I started to understand what feeling that gave me, I started to be able to categorize the feeling states that I was after. And what it really came down to for me was I wanted to live my most purposeful life. I wanted to speak a message that I was out here in the world to speak. For me, purpose was at the top of that pyramid. I am going to do what I'm called to do in all of my life circumstances, all of the experiences, all of the pain that I've transmuted in this lifetime has led to a specific message. I am here to speak that message because it makes me feel on purpose. That's one of my feeling states, to feel on purpose, to feel that my time is being well used on this planet. Another one for me was freedom. Freedom's very much at the top of my feeling ladder. I want to feel a sense of freedom. I want to feel like I can make any choice in this moment. My emotional state, yes. What I choose to do with my kids, yes. Where I choose to live, how I choose to spend my time, yes. 
that was what was under this financial abundance. I actually wanted to have enough financial abundance that I could choose to do whatever I wanted to do in that moment. Thirdly, for me, it was joy. I wanted to be an expression of joy, however that may look. And that's not, I don't equate that to happiness. You know, we've been sold on this false paradigm of happiness and be positive and just be grateful. That, as we've already identified, is not a quick switch of the lights, right? But joy really encompasses it all. It says, even when I'm on my knees and crying and in tears and feeling like I just want to give up, I know that this is happening for me. And I can bring the joy into that moment by just reflecting on the graciousness of the universe. And it telling me that, yes, I am working with you at all times. Everybody that I am putting on your course, on your path of resistance, is there with purpose. You are so supported. And with that comes this incredible feeling of joy and aliveness and expansion. So what I started to see is that it's no longer about wearing different hats and playing different roles. That's actually where the exhaustion came in for me, was believing that I needed to run on all these different treadmills that are separate. But as we know with COVID and beyond, that what we recognize is when we are our authentic selves, our truest selves, when we are aligned with our feeling states, they no longer need to be separate and compartmentalized. We no longer need to become exhausted trying to be these different people for, or different, different things for different people because we are no longer dependent on the approval and the love of those around us. We are now filling up our own cups based on our own value system, based on our intrinsic needs. We are doing the things that we love that naturally we are bringing more light and love to the world around us. What else do those people in our ecosystem need than to live in alignment with our values? So how would you reach that subject from a parent to the kids? So the goal of this is to be able to, um, you know, cause I'm sitting here nodding my head because I'm in agreement, but I'm also thinking, how would I bring that to the family? Yeah, you know, that's a great take, question. How would, how would I take this down? And I call it a money talk because that's money talkers. So I just, it, but it also, this is part of, um, you know, the, you know, well, we kind of talk about like mindset, but we don't want to use mm. that, right? But with emotional states and those things, like they're an, they're an important part of the things that we're bringing to this table. And so how would you bring that into the family life or how would you advise parents to be able to open up a conversation to have this? Because it's a big, con it's a big talk. Yeah, absolutely. So other than being that model for your child, which I've seen time and time again with every member in our space, that is really how you have the conversation. We know that children pick up on things energetically. They're transmitted all of our beliefs without us saying anything. So that is first and foremost, and that's why I've identified that. Secondly, on a more practical level, on a tangible level that most of us can relate to, I would say that we sit down with our children and each and every day, so I do it through affirmations as my kids are going to bed, we talk about what they want to be. Do I want to be brave? Is that my value in this moment? Do I want to be alive? Do I want to be free? Do I want to feel that I am so powerful that I can climb that tree? Do I want to feel that I am so lovable, like everybody just loves me? What are my children's value states? So if they're old enough, enough you might write it down on a paper and just stick it on their door. You might stick it on their bathroom mirror and just have them be able to recenter themselves every time they walk in the bathroom or every time they open their door. They are seeing, I am brave. 
I am lovable. I am enough. So maybe those are the three values that you constantly help them recalibrate to, realign to. So the way we do it, for example, at home is I say it and then the child repeats it back. I say it, the child repeats it back. And at the end of the day, at the end, they say, I am so-and-so, I am my name, I am Krish, I am Kyan, I am Ashley, to really reinforce that I am already those things. I don't need to wait to be those things. I am already that thing in my life. So that's a way we do it on a practical, tangible level. If they're not old enough to read, you may just say that verbatim. How is it that you want to feel today? How is it that, that Cody wants to feel today? Let's really focus on Cody feeling that way throughout the day. It doesn't mean that when Cody doesn't feel that way that we beat ourselves up. We just say, what's the one activity that we can do to bring ourselves back in that state? If Cody wants to feel free, can he just take 10 minutes and run around the block, skipping and kicking and screaming and just being himself? Maybe that's the portal to freedom in this moment now. So taking action based on alignment with those values is how we create this. That's awesome. I, um, and so I think that's the big takeaway there. Like you just, you said, and it's just kind of, uh, is diving into it and start the conversation, you know, and, and mm -hmm. open the door. And, and I would say, I would, one thing I would say to just as a, on a practicality side of it, as people were, if this is new and those kind of things, don't go in with a preconceived notion, right? Mm -hmm. Like don't go in to tell them what they want to be, you know, let them, let them surprise you. And, yeah. and, and support that. And so, um, Ashley, it's been awesome. I, uh, I want, if you're listening to this right now and uh, these things are resonating with you, please go check out Raising Humanity. Um, you know, the website is raisinghumanity.com. It's a, uh, it's, there's a lot of info and some really great video work in there as well that you can kind of follow along and start to look. And, and if you need to reconnect and you need to, uh, you want to connect with her audiences and, and her communities and villages and things, that's a, that's a great place to start. Um, but this is the opportunity for you to take action. This is the high impact series because it's time for you to go have a high impact and go out there and start the door and open the door and have the money talk with your kids. And, you know, one of the things you just said though, where I am a, for me, I think the mindset that I want for the audience as well is that I am a money talker. I'm not mm. the one who avoids the subject because I want to have the impact with my kids to open the doors for them to be financially free, to mm. make decisions from a power, uh, from a place of empowerment and not necessity. And mm. I want them to be able to um, go out and solve big problems in the world and have um, and, and help change and impact the world in their way. And so at that point, um, you know, that's what being a money talker is to me. And so mm -hmm. I want to say thank you again, Ashley, for coming on the show. And uh, please go listen to our full length episode as well. I think you really get a lot out of it. Thank you for having me, Cody. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers Community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram, at the Money Talkers, for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kid's financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are 
a money talker.